0: Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie, where I don't care if you have a diagnosis, I'm going to teach you the cause to your body betraying you. And if you're ready to get started, we start our six-week programs on Monday, May 3rd. Come join us. You can check out all the information at drkylieburton.com. I'll post the links below. Six-week programs. How can your life change in just six weeks? We go live May 3rd. Come join us. Today, we're going to talk about vitamin D, the superpowers of vitamin D. Summertime is just a time for our skin to be red, and that's the way it is. Did you know that according to the research, very, very high powered levels of vitamin D can help your body heal from sunburns? These levels are 50,000 to 200,000 IUs per day. That's a lot. The vitamin triggers activity in the genes that helps repair skin damage, and those with the highest blood levels of the vitamin seem to have the greatest protection as well as the fastest healing. Researchers from Case Western Reserve University found that those who were on high doses of vitamin D, as noted above, dramatically had less skin redness and less skin inflammation in just 48 hours after being sunburned. Vitamin D helps promote protective barriers in the skin by rapidly reducing inflammation. They're not so sure exactly the right mechanism behind it all, but hey, I'm going to take some vitamin D because I know the superpowers and if it's going to help me heal my sunburns this summer, I'm all for it. My little girl's on it too. Migraines and vitamin D deficiency. There is a high percentage of children and young adults with vitamin D deficiency and they have been linked to migraine sufferers. Researchers from the Cincinnati Children's Hospital discovered the prevalence of vitamin deficiency when they analyzed blood samples in a large group of migraine sufferers. They tested for vitamin D, riboflavin, coenzyme, Q10, and folate. Most were mild, but when they were given supplementation, including vitamin D supplements, the deficiencies seemed to differentiate between the gender and age of the sufferers. Girls and young women were more likely to suffer From CoQ10 deficiency, while boys and young men were more likely to suffer from vitamin D deficiency. Chronic sufferers seem to improve with vitamin D supplementation as well as coenzyme Q10. So, who knows? Maybe vitamin D is the reason why your migraines are a chronic problem. The only way to find out is to start taking vitamin D. We're gonna get into how much and all the goodies about where to get the right stuff in the future. What about vitamin D and MS, multiple sclerosis? I'm going to tell you a little personal story before we jump in here. I've been working with a patient who has MS for probably five to six months now. And one of the very first things we did was we skyrocketed her vitamin D levels. And the reason why is vitamin D is so important for autoimmunity. Whether you have Hashimoto's, MS, Parkinson's, Crohn's, I mean, the autoimmune list goes on and on and on. Sjogren's syndrome, psoriasis, rheumatoid arthritis, all that good stuff. Vitamin D will actually calm the immune system down, but you have to have it in such high dosage to do its job. And part of autoimmunity, when people say, well, it's because I have Hashimoto's, it's because I have this, it's because I have that. Is it or are you just accepting that? And if somebody tells you that, don't accept it. There is a way to put autoimmunity into remission. You got to do it right. Go check out the three steps to stopping autoimmune disease in its tracks, that podcast episode. Vitamin D, if you have an autoimmune condition or you think it might be autoimmune, or if you're just the lay public, vitamin D is the most important thing you can be taking on a standard basis, in my opinion. If you have an autoimmune diagnosis and you're not on vitamin D, get on it. It's that simple. I'll tell you how much you should be taking in the future. Research says in a test of 40 MS sufferers, some were given 10,400 IUs of the vitamin every day for six months. Their symptoms compared to those who were given only 800 IUs, the recommended daily allowance, were greatly reduced in comparison to those who have hardly taken any of it. Researchers from the Johns Hopkins Multiple Sclerosis Center found that the higher dosage was able to regulate their hyperactive immune response much better. Both doses were well-tolerated, no side effects. It's already known that people with low levels of vitamin D are more likely to develop MS and have MS flares than those who have high levels of vitamin D. So can vitamin D be a key role in your autoimmunity? Yes. Is it with my autoimmunity patients? Yes. Vitamin D is so important. It is super powerful has lots of superpowers, and one of them is to calm the immune system down so you can avoid those flares often associated with autoimmune disease. What about low levels of vitamin D and IBS? Taking a high-dose vitamin D supplement or getting more sun during the summer months can dramatically improve IBS symptoms, says the researchers at the University of Sheffield. They tested 41 IBS patients and found that 42 of them we're deficient in the vitamin. Now, to actually have them say that you are deficient in the vitamin requires your lab range to be less than 30 because 30 to 100 is still normal. If you are in the 30s or in the 40s or in the even in the 50s, you're not going to feel very good. You got to be above 80 pers- in the 80 range, in my opinion. 80 to 100 is the best where you're actually going to feel different. So for them to say you're deficient in vitamin D, you are extremely deficient. You're less than 30 on the lab scale. So they tested 51 IBS patients, found that 42 of them were deficient. Those with the lowest levels also complained that the problem affected their daily life the most. Low levels of the vitamin have also been associated with other other gastrointestinal problems like IBD, it's also found to increase blood pressure, heart and kidney disease if you have low levels of these things. So to protect yourself from aging process, vitamin D. Vitamin D has also been shown in the research to be a successful component of Crohn's treatment, another GI problem. Crohn's disease, a chronic inflammatory problem of the GI tract affects more people in the northern regions, so they've linked it to the vitamin D. So they tried supplementing with it with these patients. Researchers from St. James Hospital in Dublin, Ireland gave 27 Crohn's disease patients vitamin D supplements, providing them with 2,000 IUs a day or a placebo for three months. At the end of the trial, those who had taken the supplements had less intestinal permeability, also known as leaky gut, and showed less signs of inflammation. They also reported a better quality of life while taking the supplements. Now, that's just 2,000 IUs per day. That is a very minuscule dosage. The RDA value is either 600 or 800 IUs per day. You take that stuff at that range, you're just not going to die. That's how low and how poor that range is. Going through my bachelor's degree, that's what we were taught. We were taught these RDA values because, heaven forbid, toxicity was such a scary thing. And now, you know, I've tossed it out the window and then these therapeutic values that actually work much better. So the RDA values, toss them out the window. You need therapeutic values. And the 2,000 IU per day is still a very small dosage. I also saw some research about asthma. And asthma in kids specifically, is that actually a vitamin D deficiency? And I got to thinking, I was like, well, I had asthma when I was a kid and a teenager. I remember in junior high, I don't remember what exactly level, what grade it was, a seventh, eighth, or ninth, probably eighth or ninth. I was convinced to go try the track, go try running track. I played all the other sports. I did volleyball and basketball. And so then track season is next, right? The track coach convinced me to run the 800. And I never trained for it. I just went out and tried running the 800. The 800 is two times around the track. And being in shape with the other sports, it wasn't like I had a problem being in shape. But here's the other problem. It was outdoors, and it was probably like in March, in Utah, and it was cold. And I remember i had this problem often. I would run. I would you know, be leading the race 800 meters. I'm 600 meters in, 700 meters in. And then it's just like my lungs start to burn, and I can't breathe anymore. I would literally lose everything, the last 100 meters of it. Track wasn't for me for my three younger brothers all of them went and played run ran track and got paid for it in fact one of them is one of them's been to nationals and the other one who is still in college is about to make nationals this year so eugene oregon here i come went to portland and portland for school and so i'm like i want to go see my friends again Okay, so asthma, asthma and vitamin D. So here I am with this asthma that I've been dealing with and have been dealing with all winter long, you know, as a teenager. And then I saw that research, I was like, wait, really? What do I know now about vitamin D? It could have been a vitamin D deficiency. I'm gonna teach you that if you live in certain areas, you do not make vitamin D for four or five months out of the year. End of story. If you live in these states... You should probably be taking vitamin D during this during the fall and winter months because we don't make it. So when you get into the spring and you're that deficient in vitamin D, everything's inflamed. For me, it was my lungs. I'm getting I got pneumonia when I was 12. I was in the hospital for a week. It just makes you wonder, you know, if I had healthy levels of vitamin D at that point, what could have happened? You never know until you try. Did I take vitamin D this past winter? Oh heck yes, I did. Will I be taking it in higher doses this next winter? Oh, heck yes, I will. So what is vitamin D? Why do we need it? Why do we need it in such high doses? 2,000, 5,000 IUs per day. They might They're better than not taking it at all. But are you taking enough to actually feel a difference? To help with the seasonal depression? To help calm the mood swings down? Vitamin D is a fat-soluble vitamin that's stored in the liver and the fatty tissues. It's somewhat different than other vitamins. In fact, it should really be called a hormone because the body makes most of it on its own with the help of the sunlight. Some of the benefits associated with, with vitamin D include they contribute to bone health by helping with the calcium absorption. It supports the immune system. It can help support healthy cell replication and play a role against the development of autoimmune diseases. Vitamin D promotes cardiovascular health and helps regulate blood pressure, cholesterol levels, and inflammation. Helps manage blood sugar levels and works with calcium to regulate insulin. It may help prevent depression and mood disorders. Uh, Hello, this is like the one primary thing you can do to help with with, uh, depression and mood disorders. It can even help increase energy levels. Vitamin D supplements come in two forms, D2 and D3. D3 is from animal products, specifically cholesterol, and it's the closest to what we make naturally. So D3 is always the preferred version of vitamin supplementation. And when you're taking vitamin supplementation, especially with vitamin D, it's going to be combined in 90% of cases with vitamin K. The two of them go really well together. You can also take calcium and magnesium that will help your body absorb vitamin D. And since it is a fat-soluble vitamin, the best way to get it absorbed into the body, into our fat cells, is by eating it with food. If you are on a blood thinner, be very careful about taking vitamin D in combination with vitamin K, which are 90% of the supplements out there, because your body should not have vitamin K. It will do the exact opposite effect of your blood thinner. If you're looking for the best vitamin D on the market, it is systemic formulas, vitamin D3. You can find it on my website at drkylieburtoncom supplements. And the vitamin D is in there. There's a liquid and a capsule. Now, because of the combinations that, w- that is with vitamin D, it's much more than vitamin D, your body will thrive off of this stuff. You will feel a difference rather than buying a vitamin D at the Walmart grocery store shelf. You pay for what you get, you get what you pay. Now that vitamin D that you have access to, you actually have to have a doctor's license to get them. You can use my license and I will give it to you. They will come directly shipped directly to your house, anywhere across the world. That vitamin D is super powerful and I use it for a reason. It goes in and it gets the job done and I will see labs change drastically. And you use the right dosage and you use the right stuff. But just be careful if you're on the blood thinner, don't do that vitamin D or with the K. Now, if you're thinking, well, if I get the vitamin D from sunlight, I should just be able to go stand out in the sun, right? And get it? What about food? Food can come through milk, eating fish, supplements like cod liver oil. However, 90% of people's vitamin D comes from casual sunlight exposure. When you sit in the sun Unexposed without sunscreen for roughly 10 minutes, you are likely to absorb 10,000 IUs of natural vitamin D. However, it is going to differ depending on skin tone as melanin changes the way your body absorbs it and produces it. Now, I always like to say it because I talk to people and I've seen thousands of labs from people who are living in like Florida and the Caribbean and Texas and Arizona where these the sun is always there year round. And yet their vitamin D is still in the garbage. It's still 20s, 30s, sometimes low 40s. When they're like, I'm out in the sun all day long. Well, one, the sun has to go through a bunch of crap to get to you. And two, there's a bunch of crap in you. So your body is not absorbing it and producing it like it used to. So just keep that in mind. As well as what I'm about to teach you, if you live in these Certain areas, you do not make vitamin D from the sun four or five months out of the year. It's just a fact. Here's some other facts about vitamin D. Every cell in our body has a vitamin D receptor in the nucleus. Approximately 2,000 genes in our body, or 5% of our genome, are controlled by vitamin D. Vitamin D is the master key to our immune system. If you have an autoimmune disease and you are not taking vitamin D, you should. You should take it all the time. In fact, you will feel better at higher doses than someone at just regular doses. 70% of the world is deficient in vitamin D. 70%. 70 to 80% of Americans are deficient also. More than 80% of hospitalized patients and 96% of ICU patients are deficient in vitamin D. And that deficiency means that their labs fall outside of the normal range. That means they are less than 30. I would say 95% of the world does not have enough vitamin D in them. 95% of Americans do not have enough vitamin D in them. 99% of hospitalized patients and ICU patients do not have enough vitamin D in them. It's such a small percentage because we're so scared of this toxicity level. I've had people email me, strangers Email me to tell me that what I'm telling about talking about vitamin D and those and taking this protocol that I'm about to teach you is going to make people toxic. I'm teaching them unhealthy ways, unhealthy things. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy, but I don't buy it. I have seen thousands of labs. Even without going and getting your vitamin D number, I can tell you based off of how you feel about what your vitamin D status would be. If your body's low in calcium, you need more vitamin D. If you're dealing with anxiety and depression, you need more vitamin D. If you've got hormone chaos going on, you need more vitamin D. If your brain's going crazy and your mood swings are all all over the place and your husband and your kids are like, what is the deal with you? Take some vitamin D. Vitamin D has superpowers. Use them to your benefit. If you're always getting sick or if you are sick, Cold, chest cold, pneumonia, whatever it is, take some vitamin D. It is the master key to your immune system. Now, speaking of lab tests, if you're in the 30s or 40s range, you're going to feel like crap. You'll still be normal, but you'll feel like crap. Maybe you can convince your doctor to give you a vitamin D prescription. And that prescription is going to be 50,000 IUs of vitamin D per week that's not enough. If your vitamin D level is less than 50 on your lab test, your immune system will not create a cytokine storm. These cytokine storms are responsible for fighting off viruses like Epstein-Barr virus, like COVID. But you have to have a vitamin D status above 50. So why is the normal range between 30 and 100? Don't ask me. Ideally, technically, I would want people between 80 and 100. And if you're okay, that's fine. If you're over, that's fine too. I had a patient who you're going to get a sneak peek behind. She'd seen multiple doctors, multiple doctors I've sat in conference rooms with, all doing their own thing. But they missed one big key component that's sitting right there inside her normal blood work. Autoimmune. She is fighting several infections that have led to autoimmunity. What kind? I know not, nor do I care. But at some point in her journey, a practitioner had put her on 30,000 IUs of vitamin D per day for six months. Now, before you're like, oh, that's so bad. She's going to get toxic. No, she's not. Her body knows what to do with it. Her vitamin D level was at 184, and her doctor freaked. Pulled her off vitamin D immediately. It's above 100, right? Should be scary thing. I talked to her yesterday on the phone. She was bawling. Can I just go back on my vitamin D? I felt so much better at that high doses. Yes, do it. Do not be scared of being, quote, toxic. Your immune system is fighting so many things that you can curb those flares with a high dose of vitamin D. So take 30,000 IUs of vitamin D per day. Your body needs it. Don't be scared about high doses. What are some symptoms of a low vitamin D status? Fatigue. Osteoporosis. Heart disease and high blood pressure. Cancer. Autoimmune diseases depression and mood disturbances, poor skin health, including redness, inflammation, and dryness, insomnia, arthritis and joint pain, diabetes, trouble concentrating, asthma, hair loss, multiple sclerosis, chronic muscle or bone pain, psoriasis, fibromyalgia, autism. Research right here says high vitamin D doses, up to 10 times the recommended daily allowance. It helps your body recognize the insulin, lowering your glucose rates. Researchers from Laval University in Quebec said that there was a positive effect even among diabetics whose vitamin D levels were normal. And then they gave them more vitamin D. The researchers tested glucose metabolism pre and at, be, before and after they were given the vitamin D supplements. After six months, tests showed that the supplements had significantly improved the ability to, of insulin to break down glucose. That's type 2 diabetes. So one of the ways to help your body out with diabetes, vitamin D. I've also seen research in regards to type 1 diabetes and vitamin D, where the better your vitamin D status is, the less insulin your body requires because it recognizes and can activate what's required to lower that blood glucose level naturally just by simply having a healthy vitamin D status. So if you're looking at type 1 diabetics, I would probably want my vitamin D status to be around 100. That's going to help my body need less insulin. That's the powerful effect of vitamin D. And research also says that 90% of type 1 diabetics the, it's instigated with a low-grade virus that attacks the pancreas. Again, an infection causing an autoimmune scenario. Happens 95% of the time. Vitamin D can also help lower plaque buildup in arteries. In fact, researchers discovered that very high doses of vitamin D, six times the recommended daily allowance. Now remember, if that's an 800 IUs per day times six, oh geez, oh, 42, 48... 5,000 ish, I use vitamin D per day. I would go a lot higher than that. But what they did was they gave 4,000 IUs per day, and that achieved a 10% reduction in arterial hardness in just four months. If you're worried about heart attacks or strokes, vitamin D can help prevent them by helping to reduce atherosclerosis in the arteries. I'm telling you guys, vitamin D has superpowers. Use them to your benefit. If you're wondering where you should start, start with vitamin D. Weakness, chronic fatigue, depression, trouble sleeping, anxiety, weak bones, weak immune system, inflammation, and swelling, those are all signs and symptoms of vitamin D deficiency. Did you also know that vitamin D can help with hormone balancing? Low levels of vitamin D interfere with proper testosterone and estrogen production leading to imbalances that can result in unwanted symptoms. Can a lack of vitamin D cause weight gain? It's possible. Some studies show that lower levels associated have associated with more weight gain in older adults, but weight gain is also relatively small, so they're not sure about the, the whole connection there. However, it is speculated that vitamin D may affect fat cells so that they shrink or get bigger. So if you're looking to improve your testosterone and estrogen production, vitamin D can help. If you're looking to prevent osteoporosis, vitamin D can help. A deficiency in vitamin D can result in the softening of our bones, which is called osteomalacia. However, it's also been a low out vitamin D as a risk factor for developing osteoporosis and fractures inside your bones. Now, we already know about how powerful vitamin D is with our immune system. So, of course, if we have low levels of vitamin D, we're going to be more susceptible to getting sick, to infections, and to viruses. Vitamin D has also been linked to mood, PMS, insomnia, anxiety. Of course, it's linked with depression. If I'm conquering anxiety and depression, helping people feel better immediately, jack up the vitamin D. So, how much do you actually need? The recommended daily allowance is either is around 800 IUs per day, per adult. If you're a newborn baby, they recommend 400 IUs per day. Again, that's just enough to not die. That's a very tiny, itty-bitty dosage. Don't die. Take vitamin D at this level and you won't die. You won't thrive either. So my vitamin D protocol is this. Write it down. 25,000 IUs of vitamin D per day for one month. Then go down to 20,000 IUs of vitamin D per day for month two. Month three, 15,000 IUs of vitamin D per day. And then maintain at 10,000. 25,000, 20,000, 15,000, maintain at 10,000. That's your three-month jack-it-up protocol. Now, I want to share with you this powerful fact. I've been hanging it off to the end because when I learned this, I was like, what on earth? Why does not everybody know this? So one key fact here is magnesium and vitamin D go hand in hand. Just be careful about magnesium because it can lead to diarrhea. A lot of people take it to combat constipation. If you are one of those, you should probably be looking at SIBO instead. Go dive into the three-step gut rehab program or podcast, I should say. Now, here's this fact that will life be life-changing, If you live above the 35th parallel, you cannot make vitamin D naturally for four or five months during the fall and the winter. There is no such thing as cold and flu season. It is vitamin D deficiency season. If you live in one of these states above the 35th parallel, you do not make vitamin D during the fall and winter. So I would say like November through February. At minimum, right? Washington, Oregon, Nevada, the upper half of California, Idaho, Utah, Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Missouri, Illinois, Michigan, Indiana, Kentucky, Ohio. West Virginia, Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, New York, Maine, Vermont, and all those little states around the area. All of those states are above the 35th parallel. You do not make vitamin D in November, December, January, and February. You need to take vitamin D in the supplementation form. Take it 25,000 IUs per day for a month, back down to 20,000, back down to 15,000, maintain at 10,000. Now I work primarily inside. So throughout the summer, I will continue to take 10,000 IUs of vitamin D. I will be taking more of it in the winter this year and being sure that my family gets it as well. Now that I know all the superpowers of vitamin D, I shouldn't say all of them because... There's more out there. But these are the superpowers of vitamin D I want you to know because you can simply feel better just off of this one supplement. If you want the best vitamin D supplement on the market, go get it from Systemic Formulas. I have it for you. I have the license you need to get access to that. DrKylieBurton.com backslash supplements. You can find that vitamin D3 in liquid form or capsule form, but don't take that one if you have a blood thinner. It has vitamin K in it. Apex Energetics has one called Liqua I'm working on getting that one on the website as well so you can have access to that. That has no vitamin K. It's purely vitamin D. It will literally change the way you feel. Take it. Take action right now. If you have vitamin D already in your shelf, go look at it. See what kind of dosage you're taking and take however many pills or capsules or or liquid you need to take to get up to that dosage that we talked about. Now it is summertime. We're heading in. It's May twentieth on the day I'm recording this. We're heading into the summer, so you might not need twenty five thousand, but you will in November. So take ten thousand. Most people will will take two to five thousand as a standard type dosage. They'll they'll do it maybe in the fall, right? You might feel okay. You're not going to feel much different taking it up it to 10000 for your maintenance dose, especially if you work indoors, and then really jack it up in the fall. Set yourself up for success next fall and winter. Last but not least, share this with your friends because they all need to know about how cool and how powerful vitamin D is. Now I want to finish off with a couple of questions, and I want you to think about these. Maybe even write them down. Pull out the note section in your phone and write them down. As you've been listening to this podcast... I want you to recognize the wins that you've already had. Identify three wins that you've already gained from tuning in to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie. I'm going to give you about a few seconds to think about those and to write it down. Again, the three wins you've already had from tuning in to this podcast. All right, six months have gone by. We are all together celebrating. What are you celebrating? When would I stop myself from achieving these wins? it is that you're celebrating in six months, from a health standpoint, or from a financial standpoint, or a relationship standpoint, when would I stop myself from achieving it? What commitments can I make right now to keep my momentum moving forward? I would like to suggest two options. The first option, we are having six-week programs Our free-to-heal six-week programs begin Monday, May 3rd. Come join us. You can get all the details on the website at drkileyburton.com. There are five six-week programs beginning. Free-to-heal signature program. For those of you who are just hot messes and don't even know where to begin, free-to-heal is for you. Free-to-heal hormones. Free-to-heal thyroid. Free-to-heal infertility free to heal chronic fatigue maybe you're thinking you know what I really just need her help one-on-one VIP membership is always there for you you can find it at drkileyburton.com backslash beyond dash the dash diagnosis dash actually it's healing beyond the diagnosis with dashes in between I'll put it all in the show notes Let's keep your momentum going. Let's celebrate your wins and celebrate your success next. Come join us. I'm Dr. Kylie. See you guys soon.